Hey there, so today I am wrapping up the launch of the 24-hour course creator daily and I thought you might like to hear six of the things that I am doing to end the launch and get organized for the next time around. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Course Creators HQ podcast, helping you navigate the latest techniques for creating and marketing online courses. And now, here is your host, Julie Hood. Hello, hello. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Oh, I can't believe that this is episode 98 of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for being here every week. I appreciate you. Appreciate you sharing the podcast with your friends and in your Facebook groups as people are talking about trying to do a course. Thanks so much for sharing the Course Creators HQ podcast. So it's an exciting week. We are kicking off the next version of the 24-hour Course Creator daily program. And as I was wrapping up the launch, I thought, you know what? There's some things that everyone really should do after a launch. And so I think this would be an interesting podcast episode to share with you what I'm doing in case it's helpful for you as you're doing the launch, as you're trying to figure out what's next, what um, you should be following up with. So I will jump in and give you some of these key takeaways from our launch. So number one is kind of an obvious one, but that's to start delivering your content. And if you have any kind of coaching to your students and getting them off to a really, really good start, like you want to have a kickoff call or a way, a kickoff email to point them in the right direction to show them where all the materials are, to really kick them off well so that they get a running start at the beginning. The next piece of it is to be thinking about a calendar or a schedule that you can share with them, especially if you've got group coaching that's being offered. So I'll share with you a couple different tools that I use uh, for when... You know how sometimes when you sign up for an event and it'll give you a link to add it to your digital calendar? So there are a couple different tools that I use for this. One is Eventable that works really well. It's um, You can use it for free to get started and use it to create those links for individual events. It works the best. If you've got like a webinar or you've got a, co a single coaching call, that's where it works the best. Where I had challenges with Eventable is when I was trying to do the challenge and it was a five-day challenge and we had sessions every day. I couldn't get it to do a recurring sessions for me. So I went to a different tool called Add Event com and used that one um, for the ongoing sessions for the recurring sessions. So I could say every day at 6 p.m. Eastern and then it would add to the different calendars that way. The other thing you can do is set up an entire Google Calendar that you share with your audience so that they can see all of the different coaching sessions and different events that are coming up. So a couple different options for you there. I'll put the links in the show notes to um, how to do these three options in case you want to set that up for your students and give them a really good calendar or schedule. The other way I've done it is just 
typed up a calendar in Microsoft Word and said, here's your calendar, uh, print this off, and then let them deal with getting it onto their schedule. Okay, and figure out if you're going to have any kind of opportunity where they can get questions answered. So whether that's specific Q&A sessions or paid sessions where they pay to work with you further, uh, that's all part of delivering on the back end of your coaching and your consulting and your course. So number two is to ask yourself what worked really well for this launch and what would you change? So thinking back through um, the different pieces of the puzzle, like how did you pull things together? Where were there glitches? Where did you have issues? And I'll share a couple of mine. The first time I offered the topic and title challenge, it was a five-day challenge. And then um, I started the course right away on the Monday after the challenge ended on Sunday. And I'll tell you, that was way too quick. <laughs> I, w I needed a bit of a break to recharge. Um, so the next time I've offered it, I've uh, I put a week in there so that not only can I follow up in between with people who are maybe on the fence, but also gives me a little time to recharge and get going before we jump in with the full course um, on the next week. So that was one of the things I changed. And then there were other things that I really liked that worked really well. You know, I liked doing the challenge. It gave me a really great chance to connect with my audience and get to know my future students and what they were working on. So that's why we keep repeating it because it's worked well. So ask yourself those two questions. What worked well for your launch and what would you change the next time around? Number three is to check your statistics and your results and your numbers. And by this, I don't just mean checking your revenue, but also checking how many opt-ins did you get? You know, did, your, did you build your list as the process of promoting your course? How many um, opens on the different emails did you get? If you sent out several different emails related to the promotion, which one worked the best? Like which one got the most opens and the most clicks? Uh, which of the connections that you made seemed to make the biggest difference? Where did you sell the course and which ones work the best? So all of those kind of checking into the numbers on the back end of a launch can really, really help you with the next time around. So you know what to do and what to repeat. Number four is to follow up with your joint venture partners. So if you had some partners who were working with you, who were partnering with you to promote either your free offer or actually promote your course, you wanna take the time to connect with them and tell them what happened, tell them about the results. So that's one of the things that's on my list this week is to make sure that I follow up with all of my joint venture partners that promoted, thank them for promoting, tell them about the results that we got, maybe talk about what's next, not only if I wanna promote them, but what's next in case they wanna jump into the next launch that I do. So that follow-up right at the end of your course can be critical to getting everyone on the same page for moving forward to the next one. Number five is to think about is there another offer that you could make to the students who didn't sign up for the full course that you were promoting and you were launching? 
Is there another related offer that you could give them? Maybe a cheaper version, maybe a smaller version, maybe uh, a, just a different version of the offer so that you could still get some buy-in from the folks that, who didn't jump in at the beginning. So think about what is it that you could offer those students who didn't sign up the first time around? Uh, what could you give them? What you could you provide to uh, keep them moving forward? Because that's really the goal. You know, we want to keep everybody who we're connected with moving forward to that next step. So what could, how could you help those folks? And then a number six is to get organized for your next launch. <laughs> and I will say the sooner you do this right after the first one, the more likely you will be to remember everything that you will need to do. <laughs> so I'll tell you a quick story. I did the challenge for the first time in June of 2021, and then I did it again in January of 2022. And I will say, as much work as it was the first time around to do the June one, it sure was easier to get everything right the first time. Because the second time around, I had to go back and update and make sure that I had all the links right and make sure I updated everything that needed it. So one of the things that I had done on my challenge graphics was I put the dates on all the images that we were using. And I did that on purpose because I wanted to make sure people noticed it, remembered the dates. It was an intentional thing to help them show up. But the problem with that is the next time I offer the challenge, every place where I use those images, I have to update them. And I, even this time around, I missed one. I came across it the other day and I was like, oh my goodness, forgot to go in and update that image on one of the landing pages or forgot to update this link or forgot to update the sales page to make sure that it all got connected up right and they got on the right list on my email list. So what I started doing is I've added a Trello board so that each time I launch, it has all of the steps of the things that I need to make sure I update. And that really, really helped to make sure I didn't forget anything. The other thing that I've done is I use my pretty links, my shortened links, so that I can just go change those and it will change everywhere that I've used it. So as an example, the uh, dates for, I did some master classes and I do one on Friday, Saturday, and one on Sunday. And so I put those links all over the place because I wanna make sure people sign up for those. But instead of having to find every place where I put that, I have a shortened pretty link that I use and I just change that pretty link in one place and then it changes it everywhere throughout the launch. So just a couple little um, nuanced secrets there for you uh, to make it a little bit easier for the next time around. <laughs> if you can have some of these things on a list and have them organized, your next launch will be so much easier and so much better. So, oh my goodness, we're at the end. Those are the six different tips for you. I'll recap them briefly. The first one, obviously, is start delivering your content and coaching so that they can get off to a good start. Number two is to ask yourself what worked well and what would you change the next time around. Number three is to check your stats and your results and your numbers to see what you can learn. Number four is to follow up with any of your joint venture partners and get back to them on the results. 
Number five is to think about, is there another offer for the students who didn't sign up, something else that you could give them to uh, keep them moving forward? And number six is to get organized for your next launch, whatever that looks like for you. But making notes now will make life so much easier the next time around. So I hope this gave you a few ideas of how you can wrap up your next launch and keep it moving forward. And oh my goodness, gang, we are almost to 100 episodes. Can you believe this? I'm so excited to be able to celebrate with you guys. So next week, I will be talking about how we're going to celebrate 100 episodes. And I've got a fun giveaway that I'm going to do. So um, be sure and catch episode number 99 and episode 100 so that you can join in the fun and the celebration. And thanks so much for being here. Have a fantastic week week and I will catch you on the next episode of the Course Creators HQ podcast. Take care.